On today's episode, Sunil speaks with Tim from Broya Bone Broth. They chat about how Tim took out a loan to get his business started and how he paid it off, searching for fulfillment as an entrepreneur and the importance of health and sustainability as a business, but also as an individual. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Tim, how's it going? Yeah, good, man. Good. So right. I got you from Broya uh, Inc., which is uh, a food company, and you guys do broth. That's right. Yeah. All right. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs throughout the years and a lot of them in the food business, I've never heard of anyone starting a broth company and yeah. uh, interesting. Like how'd you, how'd you come up with this concept and idea? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, bone broth is still fairly new in Canada, um, which is surprising to me. I mean, I've been, I've been doing it for about five years and and that's kind of when the first few companies started uh, like popping off in the U S and there was another company in BC. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I got into it cause you know, I've, I've been into health my whole life. Like, you know, started eating paleo, you know, went to, you know, the local farmers, like starting like eight, nine, 10 years ago, I was going direct to farmers, getting hundred percent grass fed beef, meeting the farmers, all that, like buying half a cow at a time. Um, so, you know, I was getting everything. I was getting not just the, the steaks and stuff and, I was getting the organs, you know, the, the heart, the tongue, I was getting the bones too. And uh, I didn't really know what to do with the bones actually at the time. Like, you know, I've, I heard of like stock and broth and stuff, but I was just like, why would I, like, why would I even have that? You know, it's, uh, uh, I don't, I wouldn't care for this, you know? So, but it wasn't until like a few years later where, you know, I started to, um, you know, just do a little more digging into different diets. Like, you know, I was eating quite a bit of meat and, um, I was just feeling a little bit like lethargic still, like not really, you know, doing my tinkering. And then I was talking to a few buddies who are pretty big into like movement. And I was actually in, in, uh, in Thailand when, uh, I was at, uh, like, so my movement teacher is this guy, Ido Portal. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's, he's like the greatest movement teacher in the world and, and really the greatest teacher in general that I've ever learned from in my life. Um, so anyway, I was at this movement camp, there was like 150 people there. And, uh, I was just talking to some of like the top students and I was like, how do you guys like, what do you guys do? Like, what, what's your diet? You know? And, and, uh, one of them was like, well, we don't eat like, I, he's like, I don't eat any muscle meat. We just, I just eat, uh, organ meat and bone broth. And I'm like, are you serious? That's like really, that's like super extreme. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, no, it's, and, and they eats like white fish and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, like I have a bunch of bones in my freezer. I'm, I'm going to go home. Like when I get home, I'm just going to try having, drinking bone broth. And he's like, yeah, it's a great idea, you know? And, and so like I, I got home, I, I had like, you know, 50 to a hundred pounds of bones in my deep freezer. Wow, that's a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just like, it was like stocking up, you know, no, no pun intended, but um, yeah, it was just, so anyway, I started consuming, I just started making it in a slow cooker and cooking it for like 24 hours um, you know, having it every morning, like a cup in the morning, a cup at lunch, cup at dinner, wasn't eating a lot of muscle meat either. I just was, just was eating, drinking bone broth for like two straight weeks. And uh, yeah, I just started to feel really good. Like every time I had a cup, I was just like, man, this is like, and I kind of feel, I make the analogy to like the, you know, super Mario when he like eats a mushroom and he's just like kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how a I good feel. analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, I was, and I had at the time I was like, you know, I was working in real estate, um, 
you know, just coming out of like an MBA and like working, my dad's in real estate. So we were doing some development and stuff. And, you know, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do, like in the, in the long term. like I knew it wasn't like the, that industry's not for me. And, um, and yeah. And then a, a buddy approached me and was like, he already had a CPG company. He started like a paleo sauces business. He's like, Hey man, I want to can this and I want to start a bone broth business. And I'm like, dude, I just was like, I've been drinking bone broth and like hearing all about this. I was like, I'm down. This sounds great. Um, so him and I actually like started getting the idea together and he ended up leaving like very like early, you know, we didn't even have a product. We just had a, we just had the name really in like some packaging stuff, but, um, he left and I just was like, I decided to do it all myself really and, and take it on. So, yeah. So I just like decided to, to give it a go. It was my first, you know, start into entrepreneurship i didn't know anything about cpg didn't know, didn't know anything about the food industry like you know really starting from scratch yeah awesome so a couple, a couple of things that, that triggered while you're talking what, okay number one what is movement movement coach yeah. yeah so so movement is you know essentially just how we move our bodies you know and um it's it's a it's a huge term right like you know you've heard of yoga or crossfit or bjj or boxing so all of that stuff like has a name to it and, and really it's all under the umbrella of movement, you know? And, and so a movement coach is really just someone who takes more of a generalist approach to movement, you know? So not really diving too deep into certain specialties, you know, but with Ido, for example, like, you know, we, we learn gymnastics. So mm -hmm. we like, you know, spend some time there. We learn hand balancing, spend some time there. We learn, you know, just like moving on the floor, like, with our hands, we learn mobility, you know, all these different aspects. And, and it's just a wide range of different uh, types of movement that really tries to develop yourself more as, as a generalist mover, you know, someone who's like got a body that you can, like, you can move your spine, you know, like you can sit in a squat comfortably, you know, and so not getting too tied into um, like one thing. Otherwise you, when you specialize, you start to, you know, find problems within the body, you know, so, so for example, like if you're a gymnast, like you can't jump that well, you know, gymnasts can do a lot of amazing things, but they're just not great jumpers. Mm -hmm. So why not, you know, I'm not trying to be the best gymnast in the world. I'm, I'm just trying to be a more, more well-rounded mover. Right. Very interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. So first business. Yeah. Yeah. So you started yeah. off with somebody and then he ended up leaving and yeah. left you pretty much, well, not high and dry, but like left yeah. you in, in, in charge to pretty much do everything here. Yeah. 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 How'd you, uh, what was the feeling? What was the reaction? What was the, yeah. The, the experience to go through all this, let's chat a little more about that. Yeah. Well, it was, it was funny. Cause like, uh, him and I had just gone to San Francisco. Um, it was, it was actually like 20, like late 2015 where we were looking to raise money. Like we didn't have money, you know, <laughs> we're like, how the fuck are we going to fund this thing? Um, and and so, you know, we we're looking for someone to like invest in us and like, we weren't getting any, anyone like, you know, even, even my family, like they were just like, get out of here. Were you there for, sorry, were you there for VC? Yeah, we were, we were looking to meet a couple of VCs and we, we had a couple of meetings and stuff. Nothing went anywhere. And, and actually, I mean, the reason I was there was because I was going to Burning Man, like right after. Yeah. And, uh, and he was going to Hong Kong, which is where he was from for a, tr for a family trip. So anyway, we go there and we, and he comes back from Hong Kong. I come from back from Burning Man and he's like, Hey man, I'm moving back to Hong Kong. And I'm like, Oh fuck. 
like kind of a bomb dropped on me after my first burn too. I don't know if you've ever been a burning man, but it's like, it's a big experience, you know? So yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so yeah, I was just kind of sitting there thinking like, man, I don't have money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't love my job. Um, but like, I'm interested in this. I'm really into, like, I love this. Like I love bone broth. I, I see an opportunity here. Um, I don't know much about entrepreneurship and I've always wanted to dive into it. Mm-hmm. So I thought like, man, this is a great opportunity. I'm, I'm going to go for it, you know? And, you know, I found like, I, I raised like a $45,000 loan from Futurepreneur. It's like, you know, anyway, like I got that like $45,000 in debt to start and just started like really going about it very slowly, you know, like not, not going too fast at all. I was still working full time for like at least a year, year and a half after that. Um, Is this with real estate? Yeah. Yeah. With real estate in real estate. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, it was, it was hard to find a place to produce this thing because nobody wanted to simmer bones for more than one hour, you know, and a, a bone broth needs to be simmered for, you know, 24 hours. So, I was really struggling, like finding a co-packer, finding, even finding a commercial kitchen that would let me do it. Um, and I was doing a lot of testing, like recipe testing to make sure like the, the recipe was right. I had a lot of really shitty first iterations. So there's a lot of processing going on there. Um, and then by like the summer of July, uh, summer of 2016, I found a little kitchen that allowed me to cook it. And so I started producing there. I got into retail the next month, like September, October, and yeah, I got like 50 stores in that first year, like in uh, 2016. And there was just some some buzz coming. And and then the next year, I got a couple distributors. Uh, and then it was kind of like, you know, things were now starting to to move a little bit. Like there was definitely some interest now. Yeah. So are you more like, as of now, are, are you more retail? Are you more online? Where, where's, the, where's the business stand? And if it's both, what's the percentage? Yeah. So it is both. Um, for the first three to four years, I would say it was like 80 to 90% uh, retail and yeah, about 10 to 10 to 15% online. Uh, didn't focus a lot online. And, and to be honest, even like about a year and a half ago, I was actually going through one of these like crises where I was like, man, like I do not want to build a retail business. Like what am I doing? You know? And, uh, and the product was is still new, you know, you still haven't heard of it. And like, I'm five years in it's it's not huge in Canada it's it's huge in the US right now um and so you know I was I was at a I was at a point where I was like maybe I should just shut this down like I'm not making a ton of money um you know maybe it's just like time to time to move on you know and, and I was interested in in some other things too like really interested in like the movement stuff like some therapy stuff that I've been diving into a bit more um and yeah and so you know, I decided to just really like cut a lot of things. Like I had, I had some jerky bites that I launched that were a big miss. Um, so I cut that out completely. That was being produced in like Saskatchewan. So took a lot off my plate there. Um, I had two guys that were working for me. I like, you know, parted ways with them. So it was just like cutting costs everywhere that I could cut. And, you know, I wake up like a month later, I'm like, oh man, like the business is actually profitable now. You know, it's like, <laughs> It's, and it's very easy to manage. It's like taking 10 hours of my like time every week. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep this rolling until I find the next thing. And, and then I just started diving into e-commerce and um, really at the beginning of this year, I, I, I pretty much invested all my time in e-commerce and now it's like, it's been doing quite well. Like it was actually good timing, obviously with COVID too. Mm-hmm. Um, so things started to kind of go up 
like March, April, May. And, you know, I've been pretty steady. Like last month was my best month in e-commerce. This month will be another like the best month compared to uh, again, another best month. So. Well, I, I start seeing your ads. Well, obviously since me researching you and, and, and finding other things on your website and everything else, now your ads keep popping up. And yeah. so I, I know you're doing quite a bit there. So I just wanted to know what the, uh, yeah. you know, what, what, are you more focused on, on the retail side or more on the, yeah. uh, on the e-commerce side? It seems like it's more, it's, I'm assuming more e-commerce today. Yeah. Yeah. More e-commerce now. I mean, yeah, probably like, I want to say like 50, 50 right now, but um, it's, it's moving towards 50, 50. It was probably still like 30, 30, 40, 30 to 40% e-commerce a few months ago. Now it's getting closer to 50, 50. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a little right. bit of consulting is here as well here and there. Yeah. That, that's good. I see you doing influencer marketing as well. Yeah. Trying to do a bit of that. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my next thing I'm trying to chew off. Cause you know, I really like have been diving deep into Facebook ads myself, yep. um, which has been a great thing to be learning and, uh, and executing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a guy who's helping me with email marketing. So, you know, those are the kind of the two big pillars and, uh, a little bit of Google ads here. And, uh, you know, I think the next thing for me is like, uh, is the influencer side. So I'm trying to dive a bit more, a bit more into that. Yeah. We had an internal meeting yesterday, uh, me and my business partner on, uh, yeah. on what we should be doing. And yeah, yeah, it's just, just to, just to grow a company, you need so many different hands, right? There is community manager, there is content creation, there is advertising. And then there's the old school, you know, straight up, mm meeting people, talking, yeah. you know, yeah. calling, emailing and uh, direct messaging. So all that has to be in tandem. Yeah. 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 Totally. totally in, yeah. in order to go, it's, it's not just one or, or two. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's those four plus more for us as well. Right. Just to, uh, right. just to get stuff, uh, stuff going. So influence marketing is definitely a good one. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your favorite recipe using your product? <laughs> your recipe. Yeah. That's a good question. I, you know what? I love the, so the tomato beef broth is my favorite. Um, okay. And the reason, and it's so actually the, the whole concept of these broths is that is to, is to actually not need to add them to anything um, so that you can just consume them on its own, you know, and they, they all taste great by themselves. They're all spiced up very uniquely. Uh, but the tomato one is definitely my favorite. It was one of, so I launched two flavors to start and then two more about uh, a year and a half, probably two years ago now. And uh, the tomato one was one of the newer ones. And yeah, it was kind of like a take on almost like a Canadian Caesar, you know, but like the a healthy version of it. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, I don't know what it is, but it has such an incredible, so I love it by itself, but I also love making, making it with rice. So like kind of like a congee or like, you know, any kind of rice with that is, yeah, I eat very simple. So it's, you know, it's like bone broth, rice, eggs, meat. So what do you, that's, a, that's a good diet. Uh, yeah. So in, instead, like what are you making rice or, or quinoa? Instead of adding the, the water, you just add the bone broth? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. So it's not like, you know, you make, you make the rice with the water and then when you're eating it, you put the bone broth on. You, you actually right. cook it together. Cook it. Okay. Yeah, cook hey, so this is a question for me. Is there a difference between stock and bone broth? Yeah. So, yeah, there, there is. And, um, so, so this is what the major difference is between, you know, like a product I make and then the product that you might see on the shelf in like the Tetra packs, you know, those like box broths. Mm-hmm. So those ones I would consider more of a stock or a broth, you know, but, but not really a bone broth. 
Um, some of them are actually not even really using real bones, um, which is like something a lot of people don't really even know. Uh, but so, so what's going on really is they're, they're, they're selling a very diluted version. Uh, it's basically like, it's like chicken water, you know, it's almost like it's very diluted and it's not really meant to sip by itself. Cause it's, you know, there's no nutrients in it. It's very low in like collagen protein, which is the big thing that you want to get into in a good bone broth. So, so that's, I would say is the main difference. There's a lot of different words and terminologies for these things that is still a bit confusing for people, but like a real bone broth is like a good concentration of bones from bone to water ratio. And then, you know, you're simmering these bones for a, a long period of time, ideally 24 hours. And ideally these bones are like high quality, you know, you like, you, like one of the worst things you can have is like low quality, like conventional meat, you know, it's mm -hmm. just like, it's something that it's just, I think it's gross, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I didn't even understand the, the, the difference, but so right. is, so the stocks are made. So for you, for yours, bone broth, obviously the word bone, it's gotta be in it. So stock can be anything. Does yeah, it have I, to be bone? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like stock can be made from like meat, like just cooking a little bit of meat. So yeah. it's just chicken or, or beef water or pork water, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah you could. Yeah, exactly. So what are the different flavors you have? Yeah. So Turmeric, turmeric and ginger chicken broth would be the most popular one that we have. I think it's because mostly because of the turmeric, you know, it's yep. like a pretty hot ingredient and then parsley and cumin beef broth. Uh, that one's quite nice. And then tomato and smoked paprika beef broth. The one I was talking about and uh, we have a spicy one, a sriracha chili chicken broth. Oh, sriracha chili chicken yeah. broth. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming this is the, the Q4 for you is probably yeah. the, the busiest, busiest time because number one, we're going into cold season. Yeah. Uh, we're going into Thanksgiving in Canada, in the U.S., Christmas. Um, you know, all that stuff. Is that, uh, is that pretty correct? Yeah, yeah. Q4 and, and Q1, like, you know, January is always our best month because yeah. of kind of, you know, health and wellness. But uh but yeah, yeah, definitely these next six months are critical. Yeah. yeah. So any big plans for you to uh, to push the brand out? Yeah, I mean, really just pushing a lot of uh, a lot more, you know, e-commerce stuff. So lots more, a lot more Facebook ads, a lot more, you know, influencer marketing stuff. Um, yeah, just just going, just going all in there. You know, I think, you know, just from what I've been seeing in the last couple months, there's there's opportunity for sure on the DDC side. So I'm, I'm excited about it. And I think these next six months will definitely show you know, what's uh, happening. Yeah. yeah. DDC, uh, direct to consumer. It's a, uh, it's, Sorry. it's definitely your, your market. Uh, are you, are you marketing anything to distributors as well? Yeah. Yeah. I work with a couple distributors. So one regional one or they had just expanded nationally uh, called John Luca. Mm -hmm. I've been with them for like three years now. So, you know, they distribute to like whole foods and Sobeys. Um, but yeah, and then we have a national distributor called Purity Life as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. Any uh, closing remarks here and advice to young yeah. entrepreneurs that are uh, that that was in your position like three, four years ago? <laughs> oh man! Actually, I got one more question after that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, advice. You know, I think is just like just just know that you're you you don't know you're not going to know what you're doing. You know. <laughs> And, uh, and then that's really, that's okay. Even though it, it doesn't, uh, feel okay most of the time, you know, and, 
and just seek like seek good people who like you know people who can give you good advice and um you know i think i was fortunate enough to like to i think that's probably one of my skills is like finding people who you know are good at what they do and then being able to develop a relationship with them and you know get that get the advice that i need from them you know but also it's a double edged sword you know <laughs> too much advice is not good either you know it makes you just like think about the advice and not actually execute so um, I think there's a lot of, uh, there's just like a lot of, a lot of, uh, benefit in just like doing shit, you know, and going out there and like do something and make a mistake and, you know, learn. Yeah. It's the best teacher out there Yeah, so going out making a mistake and, and learning and, and, uh, and coming back and adjusting and go from there. Uh, mm. that's, that's definitely important. Mm. So I hope you paid the loan off. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, awesome. Did. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. that's the best thing to hear, right? You you took a you took a business loan and you actually uh, you you yeah. built it and you and you paid it off. So that's uh that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so Tim, where do people find you and uh, and your product? Yeah. So broyaliving.com. That's b-r-o-y-a living.com. And uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just at Broya Living. Um, yeah, send me, send me a message there. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing most of the things these days anyway. So, you know, happy to chat about bone broth or really anything. So yeah. awesome. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for having us or cool. thanks for joining us. Really yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Well, cool. thanks, Neil. Thanks for having